Coming up in this podcast, total shareholder returns, the federal election, Western Power, Port Hedland Development, Perth Tech Startups and WA Property. Welcome to Mark My Words, the weekly podcast from Business News with Mark Pownall and Mark Beyer discussing the important business news and data stories from Western Australia. Hi, I'm Dan Wilkie, stepping in for Mark Pownall this week. And I'm Mark Beyer. Welcome to our weekly podcast. Now, first up today is a look at total shareholder returns. Mark, what's been hot in the market this year? Yeah, thanks, Dan. Look, uh, gold and lithium, it's been uh, the boom sectors, and Tim Treadgold, who's done a detailed analysis of performance of WA companies over the past year, is in fact using the boom word again. So interesting that uh, not long ago people were talking about the end of the mining boom. Well, certainly iron ore construction has come off. But gold and lithium, just uh, quite spectacular. And a lot of it's being driven by the global context. Uh, The gold price is hitting record levels, um, about $1,360 US, um, 1,800 Aussie. So hit an all-time record after Brexit. So that global situation is driving the gold price. Plus there's some big tech developments driving the lithium market, uh, battery-powered cars and so on. So that's been fantastic news. So if you're in a Northern Star Resources, Pilbara Minerals, Galaxy Resources, Regis, you know, these are our companies that have done fantastically well. And in tandem with that, I've done another piece where I look at the, the shifting profile of WA's biggest companies over the past 12, 13 years since we started doing this annual feature. And it's fascinating to see how much it's changed. Uh, if we go back a decade, there was only one gold stock in the, in the top 30 WA companies, now there's eight, plus a couple of lithium stocks. So, yeah, fascinating to read just how much the uh, profile of WA's top companies has changed. Oh, it's good to see that there's some good news coming out of a fairly depressed environment as well. There's a lot of doom and gloom around. Um, so good to see some, I guess, positivity in the lithium and gold sectors. Now, the big story this week, of course, was the federal election, which is still dragging on and on creating more uncertainty, and it appears to cause have caused a significant shift in Colin Barnett's thinking on Western Power, Mark. Yeah, look, here we are, a week after the election, and we still don't know who's won. Uh, you know, the, the consensus is the coalition will get back in by the skin of its teeth, but still four, five, six seats that are very hard to call, including Cowan in Western Australia. That's one of those where there's just a few hundred votes in it. So you know, interesting for the, uh, the keen political pundits to watch that, but the rest of us just want to know what the outcome is. One of the big issues there was what they called the Medi-Scare campaign. That seemed to have resonated with a lot of people who were concerned. And Western, uh, sorry, Colin Barnett raised that during the week when he talked about the future of Western Power. Now, this was absolutely central to the state government's plans for budget repair. They were looking to raise $12 billion. So this was the big-ticket item in their privatisation plans, and that was central to repairing their budget. Colin Barnett has now come out and said, well, I'm not sure if the public is ready for that. And he, of course, has always been a little reticent about it. Uh, Mike Nahan's been the big advocate. So, you know, that's a really major shift, and, and it raises lots of questions about budget management in Western Australia. So a really big issue for the state. And, uh, and look, Dan, something you've had a look at, uh, the property market. Constant speculation about where prices are heading. Can you give us an update there? Yeah, unfortunately, it's 
not the greatest news for the Perth residential property market. Um, no matter which sort of measure you look at it, Perth being the worst performing capital city keeps propping up. Um, AFG, uh, Australian Finance Group, reported earlier this week its WA loan book was down 13.4% over 2015-16. That's the worst in the nation. Um, RP Data said Perth is the worst performing capital city over the last 18 months for capital growth, while Perth Rentals also have the highest vacancy rate of all capital cities. So there's a lot of uncertainty over whether there's going to be any sort of turnaround, especially in the short to medium term, um, despite most property pundits out there you speak to, they, they'll say that we're at the bottom or we've just about reached the bottom. They'll say they're seeing green shoots. We're yet to see those come out in the numbers yet. Um, so prospects of capital growth, pretty tough at the moment in property. But um, in the approvals space. Um, another hotel's been in- approved, this one in South Perth. Um, it's a project at the Millstream Arcade on Men Street, and it's going to be Quest Service Department's sixth new Perth property launch since 2014. So there's at least one big national group that's got some confidence in Perth in the long term. Well, hotel sector, that's, uh, that's the boom area in property. The only boom area, I'd say, but there's, uh, they're going up at a great rate. Yeah, it's lining up with the state government's priorities trying to boost the tourism sector, so having a place for them to stay was identified a few years ago as the big issue. Now we're getting those. It'll be interesting to see whether we can actually attract the tourists in the next few years. Now, in the north of the state, local construction and development group Pindan has been pretty successful recently at Port Hedland. Um, there seems to be a bit going on up there, Mark. Yeah, look, people are worried about the future of the Pilbara and... and There's uh, not a lot happening in terms of investment in new mining projects, but there's quite a few things happening in Port Hedland, and it's really a result of the big investment that's happened over the past decade, this massive increase in capacity in the iron ore industry. The result is Port Hedland itself, the port, needs to be upgraded. So a contract was awarded during the week to Pindan worth $70 million for a new uh, control tower at Port Hedland. Um, On top of that, They've got a big dredging program uh, that'll uh, sustain and, and boost capacity at the harbour. Uh, plus, uh, BHP is spending a couple of hundred million on a new tug harbour and new tugboats um, to manage the increased uh, shipping movements. And then Fortescue Metals as well. They've, they're becoming the second tugboat operator at Port Hedland. So you know, this was announced uh, a few weeks ago. And they're also planning a very big investment so collectively, it's about $800 million that's going to be invested in and around the harbour at Port Hedland. So, you know, not in the billions that we used to talk about, but this is still very significant money being tipped into the Pilbara. So you know, a positive sign for contractors and people looking for work opportunities in that part of the world. Mm, yeah, definitely a significant amount of jobs there. Now, on our website this week, um, a couple of tech startups created a bit of interest. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Bustle and Family Zone, Mark? Yeah, look, once again, people talk about trying to get more diversity into the Western Australian economy, uh, and there's there's lots of interesting and admittedly quite small developments on the tech front, uh, but I thought these two, they really resonated with a lot of our readers. Uh, Family Zone is a startup. Um, it's a, a system really for helping families manage um, what their children and, and kids at school and so on can view online. You know, that's a, a big issue with families. And the people who've developed this have, have found a business model where they think good for families and good for good for business. And then Bustle, they're a bit like the Uber of the of the freight market. 
Um, they've brought a, a completely fresh approach to how they're trying to operate in that area. Um, and who would have thought Uber would have had the impact they've had? Um, but, and, and Bustle is hoping to do something similar. So, you know, interesting and encouraging positive signs on the tech front. Mm, yeah, really exciting stuff going on there. Well, that, that's all for this week. Uh, thanks for your time. Mark Powell will be back next week. Um, but in the meantime, you can check any details on anything that we've discussed or any upcoming stories that we've got on the Business News website. Thank you. And one more reminder, um, next month we've got Sam McDonough, Perth raised boy who now runs Airbnb. Uh, he'll be speaking at one of our success and leadership breakfasts on the 9th of August. So another really fascinating story about a disruptive technology. So get your tickets for that one. It'll be really fascinating. This is Mark Byer. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Mark My Words with Mark Pownell and Mark Bayer from Business News. For more information, please go to businessnews.com.au forward slash podcasts. And to receive these regularly, search for Business News WA in iTunes or SoundCloud. <laughs>